Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 5, Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of True Renunciation. So we have seen so far that Bhagavan said, Karma Yoga is better than Sannyasa, Arjuna for you, because you are not yet prepared for Sannyasa. Both are going to reach the same goal of liberating myself from all my limitations and achieving that eternal bliss that I'm seeking. We have discussed many times that we are constantly seeking a state of happiness which in our day-to-day life is impermanent. There's always a defeat and victory or sukha and dukkha, but I am not really getting used to of it. So we are still not accepting the fact that there will be dukkha in this life. And therefore, we are constantly avoiding things which are giving me unhappiness. In the process of avoiding, we are creating more unhappiness. So Bhagavan said that the first step is to drop all your expectations. Karma falatyaga. So Arjuna, obviously the question, which one is better? Is sannyasa renouncing all actions or performing actions? And Bhagavan said performing actions is clearly better if you perform in the spirit of Karma Yoga. That is without any expectation. Bhagavan said, Yat Sankhi Prapyate Sthanam Tad Yogi Api Gamyate That destination which we are seeking of eternal happiness is achieved by sannyasa. Giving up the sense of agency can also be achieved by giving up the fruits of actions, giving up the expectations from this world. He said, one who considers that these two are separate from each other, that person does not know the path of achieving that final goal. This journey from my limited self, which I am right now identified with, from this state of existence to the state of existence when I am identified with my true self, it's a journey. And that journey, Bhagavan says, starts with from performing selfish actions. In other words, the actions which I am performing right now are motivated by profits. What can I get out of it? So that's my initial stage. When I'm identified with my ego, everything ego does is to gain something out of it. Every action I perform has to have a motive, has to have motivation. So that motivation right now is to gain something from this world. I want to work in this world, but the world has to give me something in return. I don't want to work for free. I'll work for a company, but obviously it's not a charitable work. I want salary at the end of the month or share in your profit. So that's the first stage. First stage is to start working in this world with the motivation to gain something out of it. It is clearly better than not working somebody who does not do anything in a burden on the society. If you are working diligently in the society, even for profit, 
you are clearly better than person who is a burden on the society. So you have gone one step ahead of the lowest existence in a society. Now that you have perfected the art of working for the profit and not to be a burden on the society, do something where you can help others. So which is what our pledge says, giving more than what we take. So the second step, I will work hard and gain something but not just for me but for others also. So now I am identifying with a larger group. And then Bhagwan said that the third step is to perform actions without any expectations. Even that expectation that I will be able to help others should not be there. That's Karma Yoga. There is no expectation whatsoever. Now that does not mean that there will not be results of my actions, but I myself as the actor has no expectation. If I don't expect anything from this world, the world will have no power to disappoint me. By merely expecting something from the world, I am giving power to the world. The people around me, the people who I interact with, people I have a relationship with, because of that expectation, I am empowering them to disappoint me. But if I have no expectation, they have no power to disappoint. The world will not have any power to disappoint me. Therefore, act in the spirit of Karma Yoga where you are not expecting any Karma Phala. Karma Phala Tyaga. Karma Phala Tyaga is Karma Yoga, Bhagavan said. So then he said, Sankhya, you can achieve that identification with the true self by contemplation. We are very impressed by the stories about Bhagavan Buddha and Mahavir and all other great Rishis who have done tapas and then achieved that knowledge. They said, but I will never be able to do that because I am engaged in this world of day-to-day activities. Then Bhagavan said, you will achieve the same if you perform Karma Yoga diligently. So therefore we have seen in the verse 6, Sanyasastu Mahabaho Dukham Aptum Ayogataha. At this level, if you try to do what Gautam Buddha did or Mahavir did, or anybody else did, it will be very hard and painful because you are not prepared for it. To engage in any activity, first you have to prepare yourself for it. Just because it is so glamorous to do so, I will not be able to take part in it. It may be very glamorous to be the world champion in boxing, but I will not be able to take part in any boxing if I am not prepared my body for it. So first I have to gauge what is my status and my capacity, where I am right now. So you have to do first evaluation of your own self, where I am. I am very tamasic generally, or I am very rajasic generally, or sattvic generally. If I come to the conclusion I am very tamasic generally, then the next step is to make myself a little more active. And when I come to the conclusion I am too rajasic, then my goal would be to then become a little more sattvic. So, if I'm rajasic, perform activities, but perform in a different way. That different way, Bhagavan said, is without expecting any results. Right now, if I try to contemplate, it will be very hard for me to contemplate because mind will be running all over the place. And therefore, Bhagavan said, Sanyasastu Mahabaho Dukham Aptum Ayogatha, one who has not established himself in this art of performing actions without expectations 
फॉर हेम कॉन्टेम्पलेशन इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट योग युक्त मुनि ही ब्रह्म अन्न अचिरेण अधिगछति बट वंस यू एस्टैब्लिश योरसेल्फ फर्मली इनटू परफॉर्मिंग एक्शंस विदाउट एक्सपेक्टेशंस देन इट विल नॉट बी वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू अचीव द स्टेट ऑफ ब्रह्म इन अदर वर्ड्स अचीव दैट अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ हु यू आर व्हाट इज माय ट्रू सेल्फ इज इन नो टाइम सो रादर देन वेस्टिंग टाइम भगवान से invest your energy in performing actions without expectations so the next verse says yoga yukta visuddha atma vijitatma jit indriyaha sarvabhutatma bhutatma kurvan api na lipyate so he is the result of one who establishes himself in that art of performing actions without expectations one who is yoga yukta one is firmly established in karma yoga he becomes visuddha atma his internal instrument becomes purified as we have discussed many times the goal for a seeker is to purify his internal instrument that internal instrument right now gets impressions from the world outside when i act in this world so more i act with selfish desire now selfish does not meant just for me only but something to gain out of it then more i get the impressions from the world and more my desires increase so my desires will increase as i act previously i never tasted starbucks coffee once i taste starbucks coffee my desire now is for starbucks coffee so what happens the more i expose myself to the world of activity more my desires increase my bondage will increase contrary to that more a selfless person works in the spirit of karma yoga his desires diminish more i act as an average person in this life my desires increase first i only wanted to make x amount of money which will make me happy and then i'll go back to india well now there is no limit no matter what i do there is always a next target so more i act more desires increase if i act in the manner of karma yoga then more i act the desires will decrease that's new revelation yoga yukta one who becomes established in this art of performing actions without expectations his internal instrument becomes purified visuddha atma no more desires it will get cleaned of all the vasanas the impressions from my actions creates vasana that creates more desires to act but if i act in that manner the desires will decrease and therefore the internal instrument get purified visuddha atma vijita atma is a control over his mind and intellect right now i have no control over my mind and intellect as soon as i get information from the world outside of something new the desire will pop up as soon as i hear there is a new iphone coming out should i change is this iphone good enough that's no control over my mind no control over my desires whereas the person who has been acting as a karma yogi his mind is purified he has a control over his mind and the jit indriya he has control over his senses this control is top down not bottom up to control senses is foolish 
because as long as the mind is controlling the senses, controlling senses is very difficult. Controlling mind is difficult if I am not convinced that this is the right thing to do. So, start from intellect. Intellectually appreciate what is your goal and how to achieve it. I may not have achieved that yet, but if I have intellectual appreciation, we learn Bhagavad Gita, we may not be able to execute everything Bhagavan says in Bhagavad Gita. But if I start with intellectual appreciation that this is the truth, then that truth will lead me to actions. So, once I control my mind through my intellect, hey mind, don't run around, focus on what you need to do. Control your mind by your intellect, then control your senses by your mind. So, once the internal instrument, mind and intellect are purified, I have a control over it, sense control becomes almost automatic. Sarva bhutatma bhutatma kurunapi na lipyate. More I clarify my mind and intellect, the knowledge will shine through that myself is not this limited self, but unlimited self. Now, once I recognize that myself is not this limited self, but is all pervading self, obviously it will be very difficult for me to differentiate between I and the world. Therefore, I start seeing that which I consider myself is also a self of all the beings and things which I see around me. Sarva Bhutatma. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. One who sees his self in all the other selves. Myself, which I have identified before, was limited. Now that I identify with the greater self, I see that everyone else is identified with that self. Kurvanapi na lipyate. Whatever he does, he does not get plastered by it. In other words, it does not create any impression. Impressions are only created on ego, an ego-bound mind and intellect. If ego gets diluted, there won't be any impressions. You can put a signature on water and expect it to remain there. Solid surface, I can write on it. If the surface is not stable, I won't be able to write on it. And if it is like liquid, there is no way that I can leave any impression on it. If mind becomes that liquid, there won't be any impression on it. Kurvanapi na lipyate. No matter what action I perform, there will not be any impression of it. And the next two verses actually can be seen two different ways. One is to say it shows how a person who has achieved that state of perfection acts in this world. Or you can say this is an exercise for us to gain that perfection. Naiva kinchit karomi iti yuktaha manyate tatvavit. One who has understood that truth, that fact, the reality is myself is not limited to me, myself is all pervading. There is nothing outside this self. So tatvavit, one who has known this fact, he will automatically feel that I am not doing anything. It is already done by Prakriti. It is Prakriti acting within Prakriti. But I, the self, is not involved in any activity. Pasyan, Shrunvan, Sprusan, Jignan, Asnan, Gachan, Swapan, Swashan, Pralapan, Visrujan, Grunan, Unmishan, Nimishan, Api. Long list. Bhagavan gives the list comprehensively which we think I am doing. 
So there is lots of activity in my body. Do not take any credit for it. Heart is pumping. I don't take any credit for how my heart is working. I actually don't even know how it works. It only when I see the symptoms of it not working, then I go to the doctor and say, see what's going on. But other things which I see that I am doing, so the whole list, as we have seen here, says seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, eating, going, sleeping, breathing, speaking, dropping, holding, winking. It will actually cover everything that we do. So when we constantly see that I am the doer, that because I take agency in it. But there are lots of activities I don't take any agency, which is actually very important. My brain actually is engaged 80% of its activities in just keeping my body functioning. You know, scientists say, brain is not really designed for you to become a genius. It's only designed to keep your body functioning properly. So 80% of brain's activity is for all the activities I have no control over, all the things which is going on in my body. Even when the coronavirus infects, I really don't have any control over. It's how my body reacts to it. My brain is constantly engaged. There is no really a break for brain. For your brain, there is no holidays or even a downtime. Brain is 24 hours working, but 80% of its activity is to keep your body functioning. We don't take any credit for it. But we take credit for other 20% the brain does to keep us working in this world. So one said, just as you do not take credit for all the things which are working in your body. And you know that it is happening because of the nature. The nature has designed this system and you had no part in it. It is functioning as the nature has designed it. So are you when you work in this world. You are working in this world as nature has enabled you to work. So when you do all these things you take credit for, I'm speaking, I'm hearing, I'm touching, I'm enjoying, I'm doing all those things. Also consider that Indriyani Indriyartheshu Vartantaha Iti Dharayan. Senses are working with the sense objects. The material layer in my body is reacting with the material layers in the world outside. Senses acting with the sense objects. Indri, Artha, sense objects. Sabda, Sparsa, Rupa, Rasa, Gandha are the five sense objects. Then we have the five senses which are corresponding to them. If I don't have any hearing, there will not be world of sound for me. If I know sight, there is no world of sight for me. Unless my senses are reacting with the world outside, there is no experience. So Bhagavan said, see that, that just the Prakriti is functioning within itself. Prakriti within you and Prakriti outside of you are just reacting with each other. There is one homogeneous Prakriti which is functioning as it is by its own nature. The way the Prakriti has designed you and the world outside. You don't need to take any credit for it or get blamed for it. Just as rest of your internal functioning, you're not taking any credit or getting involved in it. When you act in this world outside, keep that clear in your mind that you as the self is not involved. Naiva kenchit karomi iti manyate tattvavit. For a person who has achieved that, it becomes natural for him. 
for us we should use this as a technique to get out of this bondage we'll stop right here if you find this podcast helpful please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org thank you om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhavet om shantihi 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 harihi om shri gurubhyo namaha Hari Hiyo